This episode of the Quick Pop Podcast is fueled by Balls Garana Soda. Balls Garana is a highly caffeinated premium soda that is infused with the natural Garana berry for an incredible taste and a super caffeinated kick. Balls has fueled the days and nights of gamers and wrestling fans alike for over 25 years. Balls Garana is available in seven amazing flavors, including Balls Original Soda, Cherry, Root Beer, Orange, Ginger Ale, Cherry Cola, and Balls Zero Sugar. Flavors are offered in the iconic 10-ounce Bumpy Bottle or the sleek 16-ounce can. For a limited time, Balls will offer listeners free shipping on your next order when you purchase at www.balls.com. Use code QUICKPOP at checkout to receive free shipping on your order. Ladies and gentlemen. When the chambers go out time and the eliminations go dry, this is where we go when when good people die. And when, when good Sammy people die, has they start to the cry. Juice that is not That's when they happen when to Roman do it. They go tears to the store from the cheer and they shot great, of doom. It was a great time for everyone. When Canada this gives is you the quick pop podcast. Gravy, that it is. Ladies that and gentlemen, it was really good. Uh, Jake, have you ever tried poutine? Poutine? Yes, I've tried. I, I love poutine. I've never tried poutine. Oh, really? I really want to do it. It's, I mean, like, it's, 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 it's just it, fries it, and gravy and cheese, right? I mean, that's pretty much all it is. It's just fries, gravy, and cheese. That's all it is. And, well, it's uh, the cheese well, it, is more like curd cheese. It has um, to be curds. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it has, has to be, be curds. curds. Yeah, curd cheese. But, yeah, okay. no, uh, uh, it, is, it is good. It is. It is good. Ace, did you like really intro? Good. Ace, did we make you proud? Uh, Ace, did I we mean, do a good good? You you did something. I'll uh, yeah. I will admit that happened, uh, and it was beautiful. I'll put it. I'll I'll put it to you this way. I expected nothing more and nothing less from your dynamic duo. You asked for words, good. and we both fantastic. Spoke. That's right. Like you both attained close. and undervalued yourself all we, at the we same bo- time. We both showed up for the big show, and it's a good time. Hey Ace. Anyway, they this threw is the, the ball quick pop podcast we where we back. talk about a whole bunch of like great and gravy things uh, with gravy. Uh, this is the poutine podcast. Quick pop poutine. Uh, the poo poo. The, Mon- the Montreal the, edition. The 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 Montreal poutine podcast okay so i am i am raunchy uh the the guy that was helping me with the intro uh did a magnificent job um that was uh dj jazzy jake uh jeffingham palace uh the 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 homie over there how's it going that's me i'm doing great guys i'm doing great (laughs) i'm doing good ace is also here you may know him he's the guy that wasn't in the intro but he's still here um and he, we he have is our he is our current uh, quick pop champion. So I'm gonna shake say, his hand. Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna shake. Gonna... I'm verbally shake his hand real quick, and then I'm over it. All right, there we go. I verbally shaked his hand, and I now I'm over it. Let's get it on is... to today's news. It's all wet now. 
I'm not stand here and be slandered, but I, I will I say did. you weren't slandered. You were given. No one slandered we you. We gave you facts. We gave you facts. I got a wet the, handshake. Okay, that felt slanderous. <laughs> dude, I What's just got off stream drawing drawing big breasted that, women. That, that, yes, yes, I'm aware. Whoa, 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 whoa! Can't 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 show up to Ron's stream to be like, hey, I want to support the boy, and then like Jake is or not Jake, uh, Gabe is sitting here in my lap. Like, oh, what is that? I'm like, nope, nope, can't stay in this stream. Yeah, I'm not for everyone. But you know what is for everyone? The uh, news. Poutine? The news is for everyone. <laughs> yeah. What's the news? Give we me the news. We do have a Huey lot Lewis. A lot happened. Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis released a new album. That is the news, everyone. Um, And apparently if you play it around Christian Bale, he murders people. But, uh, but I digress. I believe that. I believe that. Oh yeah, we've seen it happen. Um, anyway, it happen. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Um, anyway, so, so okay. So as of last week, uh, going into this pay per view, a lot of news broke. Um, yeah, I let's think cover the pre, hit... and then we'll do the post. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I figure I will hit the thing that I found most interesting, which is um, Jay White is a free agent right now, but rumors came out that that he may be looking at someone else. And Mm -hmm. apparently now rumors are surfacing that that someone else may be one Kenneth Omega. Kenneth Um, Jerome Omega? No way. Yes, Kenneth Jerome Omega. Guys, when... Uh, let's let's take validity of this rumor out the window. Just when that hits your ears, Kenny Omega to WWE. Do you actually think that that is possible, or that that is something that might? So well, I believe me- it as much as I believe that Saudi Arabia purchased the WWE. Okay, I don't oh, that, I, that far, happened, but... didn't it? Yeah, that did happen. So Kenny's coming. So Kenny's, Kenny's in WWE, and he's going to fight for the Saudi title. Yes, he's going to take so it way- from Braun Strowman. Yeah. So the way I look at it with this particular rumor, I look at it the same way, uh, rumor-wise, as uh, when we were all wondering, like, the initial is Cody coming? It, to me, has that same vibe, because we are approaching Mania season, and that was right when we started getting those, like, you know, Cody Rhodes is coming to WWE, and we're like, what? No, not the, not the literal, like, co-founder of AEW. I but agree. My, my only oh, no, one, the only one thing, like I normally would say, I do not think that this is happening. I think it's just Kenny's contracts up. And so WWE is probably sniffing around trying to be like, hey, if we paid you this much, would you jump? You know, like the normal things that happen when you have two competing companies with big stars that, you know, both companies would like to have said star. The only thing that gives me pause is the fact that. All of a sudden, people are like, hey, you know, in like a month or two, CM Punk's will be healed up from his injury. And not saying that I think Punk is coming back, but more people are talking about that. More people that were like, he'll never be back. It's kind of like, I mean, maybe, you know, and I'm wondering if Tony is about to have a very hard decision to make where it's. CM Punk could come back, 
But if he does come back, that may make Kenny Omega want to sign with WWE because he may not want to work in the same place as Punk. And he may look at it as, well, I'm a VP that's not really doing anything behind the scenes anymore, but, you know, wrestling. And I can do that at another company and get paid as much, if not more, to just come in, punch the clock, and go have a match. So the CM Punk of it all. Yeah, maybe he wants to all, do the Nakamura thing. Exactly. But, like, one, does he, you know, has this AEW, like, for him, gotten out of hand to where he either doesn't like all the back, you know, being a backstage figurehead, doing all the backstage stuff, or even could it be that Tony is doing so much of it, he's like, I mean, I'm not even really doing any of that stuff, so what's the point of me being here, you know? And then, like I said, mm-hmm. the CM Punk of it all, if, if, if Tony is thinking of bringing Punk back and relationships with... Kenny and the Bucks and Punk are as bad as we may think they are. You put all that together, that could lead to Kenny go- jumping. It could. Um, Here, thing is, here's the thing opinion, that I actually found out uh, go ahead. that might also lead to uh, Kenny jumping ship to the Fed. Someone was very open about wanting to work with the WWE, and if they were given, like, the opportunity to both wrestle and be a coach and train the newer generation, they they would absolutely um, entertain the fact of you know working under like Triple H in them. This is coming from one Abushi Kota. Kota Abushi yeah. said in like a tweet or an interview that he is open to working with the WWE if he could do. Like, if he could do his style of wrestling, but also train the newer generation of wrestlers at their performance center. See, when I first heard that, yeah, they're looking at Jay White, but there's, like, a bigger free agent they want, the first name I thought is, I thought it was Koto Ibushi. Um, I didn't, uh, you know, and then the Kenny news came out. But I agree, but I've also seen from interviews, Koto Ibushi said, if he signed with AEW, um... Or, you know, like that um, he would want to work basically one week a month until he gets his school set up in Japan because he's really big on he wants to set the school up in Japan. Um, Yeah. And uh, to be honest with you, I think WWE and AEW are going to have a bidding war for Koto Ibushi to try to get to also get Kenny Omega. Because I think if AEW gets Koto Ibushi, I don't think that that means Kenny Omega 100% will stay. But I think it will make him more likely to want to. And same with WWE. Like, I think Koto Ibushi is a big player in where Kenny lands more than people think. Yeah. That, that is like the big arbiter. Uh, the big The big trophy in in the bidding war of 2023 uh yeah it, it it's something it's definitely something it is definitely something it is definitely something and that that's not a good look for any company if you have two VPs in two years leaving. 
Um, no, just just as a, as an aside, I have been watching more WWE content than I have uh, AEW. Like, I used to watch AEW like live when it was on, but these days I'll try to catch it. Whereas with WWE, like even though I'm not watching it live, I'm more invested in what they have going on. See, I am literally torn because I think AEW is getting over the, the getting over what happened at All Out. Finally, they're leading to a paper pay per view that, by all intents and purposes, the card looks really good. And I do believe that AEW is doing better and better. This last week was not one of their best dynamites. But um, they made up for it with Rampage this week was really good. Um, and I I will say, the only wrestling show I watch live is Dynamite. Um, because we record this on, on Monday. And so I don't, I, I don't usually catch up on Raw unless there's something happening. And then I mm-hmm. usually don't watch SmackDown Live. I usually watch it Saturday morning. Um, I will say that Dynamite and SmackDown have been are my two favorite wrestling shows at the moment. Um, and Raw, Raw's really good and has really great segments. It's just Raw. It still like, lasts the way three too long. Hours of it all. Yeah, it's the three hours of it all. Um, it's just too much filler, and everyone knows it's filler. And even when they put good matches on there, it still it still drags for whatever reason, you know. But yeah. I do agree with you, though. WWE has stepped up their game, and I think some people are. I saw some people debating this. I don't think there's any debate. WWE, yes, uh, Triple H taking over has helped. WWE is better because of AEW. WWE did not have competition, and now that they actually oh, yeah, have that a show helps. that can, st- that, 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 yeah, now that you have a show that that actually are getting good ratings on Wednesday. I understand some weeks better than others, but it's still good ratings. Um, And then you have a company that like, if a guy's unhappy, he can jump to and stuff like this. They are having to have more than one storyline, a show (laughs) like SmackDown has the bloodline. Yes. But like, you also have a storyline with your intercontinental title. You have like other little storylines going on, like with Ricochet and stuff like they are, using people more or at least setting them up in feuds or storylines more than they had been in years past. And I think that is because of AEW. And I think WWE has proven they are, they are the best version of themselves when there is competition. When NWA was around in the eighties, they got Hulk Hogan and started going crazy. When WCW was around in the nineties, they got Austin and went crazy. So they are the best versions of themselves with competition. Mm-hmm. Um, one more thing before we hit the big WWE pay-per-view. Uh, I know Ace didn't. Ron, did you watch New Japan Battle in the Valley? Um, no, I actually didn't. I um, yeah, Things have been I, escaping me. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I was only able to watch. I watched two matches top- though. You did watch two matches. I, I did watch two matches though. Which two matches did you watch? Uh, Kingston and White, and uh, Kyrie and uh, Mercedes. Well, then, bet- between the two of us, we can talk about three matches. Um, 
because I watched the main event, uh, Okada and Tanahashi, <laughs> where uh, Katsuki Okada retained his IWGP world title. Um, it was a good match. Uh, if you've seen those matches, it's a lot of what you've seen, but it was it was a very good match. Uh, I think, hands down, for me, um, Mercedes, the just the women's match itself was just so so good. What's it, it was at? the match. It, it was the match that I that I uh, loved the most out of the two that I saw. So yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, uh, it, might, it might as well. Like I didn't see. Uh, I know Kingston won, and Jay White now officially is done with New Japan. Correct. Right. Uh, however, David Finley came out and started uh, attacking Jay White. So I don't know. Yeah, it looks like Finley may be the new leader of the Bullet Club? Question mark? Um, sure, I mean... I, w- I would have never thought. I'm fine with a push for him. I don't think he should be the guy to I lead mean, the Bullet if, Club. If David Finley is the leader of Bullet Club, then Ace gets his wish. We get Finn Juice back. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I do and get then, my wish. And then Finn Juice could be the leader of the Bullet Club. Yeah. That'd be a- magic. Ace has found, it, found his way to the top of the card. But uh, but uh, I do think the story coming out of there, though, is that Mercedes is the new IWGP Women World Champion. Um, mm-hmm. She is not just part of Japan. She is a champion in uh, New Japan and stardom. And I think, I mean, they'll probably definitely have Do you think she's in chaos? Like, she did at the end of the show come out with Okada and they both were holding up their titles. Um, that's a good point. She could easily become the first female member of chaos. I did not that's, even think that's about so that. wild. Yeah. But the ending yeah. of the show kind of would lead you to believe that. Yeah. But I am excited because I'm, I'm sure they'll show uh, all the American shows that new Japan does. They're big American shows. They will feature her in big spots. I'm excited to see her actually go over to stardom and defend that title and or defend that title at like Japan shows, because I don't think she's just going to be popping in and out. I think she's going to be at every major new Japan show. I think she'll be at dominion here in a few months. And do you think she might show up at a revolution with that belt? So, well here. Okay. So Ron, you, Fantasy booked something that I thought was chef's kiss a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, that I think might be happening in March, which is you fantasy booked that it would be Mercedes versus TNA Impact Women's Champion Mickey James. And that Mercedes may retire Mickey James. Well, in March... Impact Wrestling has just announced that they are doing a show called Matches of the Multiverse with New Japan Pro Wrestling, where it's going to be New Japan guys versus Impact guys. There's already amazing matches set up, such as Speedball Bailey um, versus Will Ospreay, uh, Kushida yeah. versus Josh Alexander, and there's another match yeah. already signed. There's no women match <clears throat> signed yet. And that women's match huh. could be Mickey James hmm. versus Mercedes. Who could it be? Who? 
I th- I think they may be doing your match at uh, matches and uh, matches of the multiverse, um, WrestleMania weekend. I think that that, that would be, be really down. cool. But yeah. uh, to answer your question, yeah, I think maybe because I think they are going. To, I think uh, uh, AEW and New Japan are going to do Forbidden Door two, and I think whether she shows up at Revolution. Or whether it's they wait and like just have her do a match at Forbidden Door. I I think I think we're going to see Mercedes in- wrestling AEW talent at some time. I think she's about yeah. to just bounce everywhere. I don't think she's I don't think she's going to be signed to AEW, but I think she will be wrestling AEW talent. Hmm. And we got more news, don't we? Uh, Do we have any more news? That's all I have, unless y'all have something else. No, I, don't, uh, I don't keep up with wrestling. <laughs> we know that. Um, uh, no, uh, we lost a, a world-renowned uh, promoter, I think, oh. last week as well. Yes, yes, thank you. Yes, Jerry Jarrett. Uh, responsible for big-time... Um, uh, booking and promoting the Memphis territory. Uh, one of the guys that helped uh, restructure NWA and uh, WCW in the eighties. Um, a lot of the Southern territories, Jerry Jarrett had his hands in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sad, a sad loss. And like the <laughs> same day that it happened, Jeff Jarrett went out there and had the opening match of AEW dynamite, like a freaking trooper. What was really wild is I remember when you shared it to me, you were like Jerry Jarrett, and I was like, "Oh God, did he mean to say like Jerry Lawler? Did he mean to say Jeff Jarrett?" Like, but then I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! There actually is a Jerry Jarrett." Yeah, but, yeah, uh, it's it's <laughs> sad news. But he he led a, a long uh, life, you know. He it wasn't one of those sad wrestling stories where he died at forty nine because his body couldn't go on anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Jerry Jarrett had passed. Good, good, good call. I said the last news story. Well, I was holding on to it and hoping someone would say something, but it, it, it needs to be mentioned. He definitely played a huge role in like developing the quote like territory war. Uh not yeah. necessarily the war part, but just like the ever expanding like ness of territories and such. Um and you know, it should definitely not just be like thrown aside or tossed aside, but uh <laughs> Getting to the, I don't want to say the meat and potato, the potatoes, because that was the meat and there's the potatoes. The this weekend, the XFL, the XFL had their really? opening game. The Rock was there. Okay, look, we will we will touch on that for a second. Yeah, we'll touch on that for a second. I will say this: I love the absolute wild rule, like rule change or rule differences from that and the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, like I absolutely love the way that extra points can be done. I absolutely love the way that kickoffs can be done. Like, okay, I, hey, I like hey, to imagine that an incredible halfway sarcastic. Like, I did not watch the first game. Uh, what are the different rules that they put in? Okay, so <laughs> the two that are the big ones that I was just talking about uh, is, and I promise we're a wrestling podcast. We'll get back to the rest. This is technically related. 
Um, the yeah, two, and the two Rock big was ones that I was just talking about. Throwing first down, so hey, it's okay. That's no. The Rock, no the Rock was in Houston um, two days ago. That is true. He was in Houston two days ago. Um, he, the two Ron, big changes that I was just talking about. What did the Rock ask you for a commission? No, no, he didn't. Oh man, come on, Dwayne. What's your problem? All right, you know what? All right, you know, back on the crap list. Um, no, the two big role changes that I was just talking about. Uh, one with the extra point, you can choose to do the the standard extra point. Uh, you know, kickoff for the one. You can do the standard like from the five. Uh, you know, go for two. Uh, the new one that they've added is you can go for three, but I believe you're lined up on the 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you can go for three, but they move you back to the 10. Um, oh, that's so really they cool. changed the way that the extra point rolls. And then for the kickoff, you can do your general, you know, kick regular kickoff. You can do your onside kick or you can elect to go, for, go for it on fourth and 15 on like your 40 or 45 or something like that. Um, so you basically line up on your, your team's 45 yard line, I believe it is. And run a play or the fourth down and you have to, you know, 15 yards. And if you convert, then you keep all and keep going. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the, the good thing is guys, when uh, the, this XFL version of the XFL folds, Wait about two years after it folds. The NFL will implement all these rules and tell you that they just created new rules for football. Yeah, no. Well, what's exactly. interesting is the the USFL also adopted these rules. Here, here's a rule though that you might have overlooked that uh, the NFL I think will implement next season if it goes well for the XFL this season. Challenges also include challenging uh, officiating penalties. Yes. Oh, so yeah, if someone was that... offsides or someone was like neutral zone infraction and uh, it wasn't a neutral zone infraction or it wasn't an offsides, they can now challenge that. I yeah. like so official that. official rulings can be challenged. I guess I'm going to tell you the rock was in Houston. Yeah, <laughs> it used to just be like downs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, no. I, I, I gotta be honest with you guys. It, it, they had I'm a very not, good first uh, first week. I'm definitely. not the biggest football fan, but hearing these new rules, I think I may check out a game. Please, I would, please, I'd do. recommend it. Yeah, like 110. percent Like if you if you like a different way of playing football, the XFL is definitely pioneering that. Um, I heard that the market in San Antonio is immense like apparently that game held uh more more fans than the um than the dallas game and the houston game combined and uh the rock did announce that the xfl championship game is going to be played at the alamo dome in may oh oh wow so so big big deal uh for the XFL, big win for the XFL. Um, all the games were really good. Uh, again, my um, my Houston Roughnecks still undefeated. We were undefeated in the first season, twenty twenty, uh, the COVID year. Went five and zero. We are uh, under June Jones. We are one and zero under Wade Phillips. 
pretty happy about it. Pretty happy. Thank you. Nice, nice. But speaking right. of The Rock. Speaking, yeah, go ahead. Speaking of The Rock. Where are you oh, going, Ron? With this? Get us oh, there. He, uh, okay, Take speaking it. speaking of, of The Rock, um, uh, he he has not appeared yet as as our as, as our tri- uh, 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 taco salad and the taco salad went to the bar one day and the bar basically said well we're missing one of our guys uh, he he works for uh, Ring of Honor now uh, so Seamus took his happy little face up to Canada so he could he could have some of that sweet poutine and he he looked. And he saw another red-headed boy uh, at, at the bar that he was eating poutine at. It was uh, one and only Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn said, you know, I have a match. I'm sorry that you don't. And he was like, you know, it's okay, dog. It's it's all cool, G. And uh, Sami left uh, the bar to go to uh, the Bell Center uh, where they were having um, the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, we did it. We did it. God bless. Talk about a... Long walk for a short drink of water. Ace, I think you tell me I have the worst segues. I think we could make an episode no. of just Ron trying to segue well, one thing. topic to the next. Here's the thing. Like I took the scenic route. Yeah, I was about to say, he you okay, I make fun of you for your segues because they don't segue. He did, but like he took a road trip to get there. Oh dude, I I, I segue with the best of them. I segue with the best of them. Ron, so Ron, Elimination Chamber happened. My, my segues are memorable. You're, you're going to miss Ron, them in uh, these next two weeks, Jake. Ron uh, segues is uh, like, he could have took a car over there, but he decided to walk. Yeah. So Elimination Chamber happened. Um, Did it? I'm going to eliminate your chamber, Jake. Yeah, Please do. Oh. Will you do it on the podcast? Let's dare you. Uh, three weeks from now. Fair enough. So oh, elimination chamber happened now. Saturday night. Uh, Thank you, Jake, run- for keeping us on track. We can oh, run through the card. Your- we can run through the card. <laughs> what was that? Let, let's say this. Let's say this. Uh, getting out of the way real quick. There were what five matches? Yep. Yeah. Um, Two of them for not. Two of them were non-title or yep. non-title opportunity. Um, one of them was decently good. the The tag match between uh, Edge Phoenix and and uh, Judgment Day. <coughs> yeah, Fenria. Yeah, that was de- pretty decent. Um, it wasn't really like <laughs> I don't know. Like I mean, do you just want to kick say, it off from the beginning? Well, I'd like to kick it off from the beginning, but I think I wanted to eliminate those two. Oh, okay. quick to talk about them because the the other two are either the titular matches or like the big <laughs> thing the big takeaway yeah so i was gonna knock out them because let's just be honest uh bobby bobby versus uh lesnar from rocky uh eh, eh, like it's a build-up it's a build-up to wrestlemania that's it's a, I mean, build it's a build up to WrestleMania, for sure but it's also now going to be in my opinion the biggest clunky messy story going into mania because like bray's gonna be involved why and i don't know why i don't and and like they're not they're literally just feuding over each other at this point because neither of them have a title opportunity on the 
Horizon. Neither of them are preventing them from like they're literally just like I'm big, I'm big, and then Bray's like I don't have anything to do because I have written myself into a corner and they haven't given me anything to do. Don't even get her Jay White as Uncle Howdy. Don't even yeah, don't even get me started on Bray's promo from like SmackDown because like how me and Ron said last time at the last pay per view like that they just tanked the storyline with that match. Bray's like promo was basically like now that me and all my family are together, it's like what what? So like Uncle Howdy jumped off a scaffold and now you're like we cool dog, we cool, so, like we what? cool. What? Yeah, I thought he beat you up, but then now you're it's it's weird. He like, beat me up, but he jumped off the scaffold, so we're good. Hey, Brock, you, you want to fight? It's like, that's the story. The story literally is my crazy uncle beat me up, then jumped off a scaffold. Hey, Brock, do you want to fight? Yeah, I'm, 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 I've, I've, I've definitely soured on Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I want, I, I'll put it to you this way. He, he shows up and tends to show out at Mania, so I'm going to hold out hope that we'll get to Mania and we'll get to see some, like, Good story, good visual, something good. But if yeah. if this doesn't go anywhere, I, 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 Bray will be one of those things where I'm like, oh, cool, Bray's here, which sucks because like he went from like top of his game storytelling. Now it's in the trips area, and we're like, oh, well, we bring him back and we'll be good. And the story started out fine. It was like it, he anticipated on Vince coming back, so he wanted a tank. Like it's one of those things where like the story leading into it was fine. It just does not, <clears throat> it's not clear where the main antagonist, which is howdy. It's not clear where he lies on the, like the scale. Like, are we on Bray's side? Are we howdies? not on Bray's side? What if there's I mean, Bo Dallas howdy and there's Jay White howdy? I mean, if there are, there are, but right now it's just not really clear who I should be rooting for. Am I am I on Bray's team? Am I on Howdy's team? Uh, either started way, off, uh, it started off like yeah. Bray was the good guy, Howdy was the bad guy, and now it's like, nah, they're together. It's just it's weird. But anyway, we can move on. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so so Le- Brock Lesnar, Lesnar uh, Lashley, Lesnar Lashley was, was meh. It was it was like good. a good fight, but it was all like there was no stakes. It, it, and it was it was meant to be what it was. No stakes. DQ finish. Like okay, cool. Um. The uh, the Finria, Ria, Beth Phoenix. I mean, super like, good. super that good, was really good, really good. Um, disappointing that Ray didn't come in and be like, just straight up give his kid a whooping. Um, still waiting on that, or he just goes full dad mode and it's like, you take that off and you wipe that that uh, teardrop off you, like, just goes full dad on him, yeah. Um, <laughs> but that brings it all the way around. We have our two titular Elimination Chamber matches. We'll go over there first because the ending of the pay-per-view, there was, that was just a, a, a ride. So It was a master class. It was a master class. Yes. Um, so, the, uh, the women's Elimination Chamber was first. Yes. And um, <laughs> everyone made their intro. Um, can I say I was always concerned looking at this, that Raquel Rodriguez seemed like the odd man out, or in this case, odd woman out, um, like addition to the, the, like roster of competitors in this like elimination chamber. 
but it was Carmella at the end of it all that felt like, hey, you don't belong here, in my opinion. I disagree. Carmella's spots with her jumping from chamber to chamber, dude, that popped me. Like, I thought that was, so it, it was very entertaining. I mean, it was, yeah, it was I good it. for sure. I, I thought Carmella. Like, I kind of missed this Carmella. I missed yes. this Carmella. Yes. Carmella was the odd woman the out problem. to me at the beginning of the match. By the end of the match, she she was exactly what they needed. They needed somebody that was just sneaking around trying to, like, just run in and steal the victory and stuff like that. Just that that Miz, that Jerry Lawler, just that slimy heel that's, like, talking trash. But then, like, when you go to fight them, they're like, oh, I don't want to fight yet. Like, no, I, I, I think Carmella did a great job. Oh, you know, I mean, uh, I'm not I, discounting I, her because I'm not, like, an anti-Carmella can, person. Can, can I can I detour just a little bit? Because Jacob Jake mentioned one thing. Did you know that the Miz hit a, a half half court shot? Yes, I did it see did, that at the All Star game. Though. But it was so <laughs> it good. It, it counted it was, in my heart. Oh no, no, it was it great. Was so it was great. Good. It was great. He did it at the celebrity game. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, just like my thing a is second. like uh, my thing. It was like it was a celebrity game, and they were like, "Who doesn't count?" I'm like, "Come on now!" Like, not trying to be rude, but this is the most like this doesn't count game. You know, he's going to talk about it for the rest of his life too. And I'm oh, here you for know, it. I'm here for it. You know, come SmackDown. Like, either on Raw SmackDown, if they do miss TV, like, he he played uh, basketball in Parma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If if you you know if they do a Miss TV, he's absolutely going to bring it up. I hope they be- play it over and over and over. Oh, for sure. And you know what? I give him crap all the time for talking about the the only or one of two Grand Slam champs and everything like that. You can have this one. I would I will be totally fine if you just like He's the only Grand Slam this. champion to ever hit a half court shot. Yeah, see, fine. Okay. If you want to bring up that hyper specific set of filters, sure. By He's the all best. Means. The biz is the best. Like that's okay. <laughs> I think that's my that's my issue is like he uses all these filters and I'm like uh, this is not right and he's like but I was also the one that did all that and he had a half court because now I'm gonna then be like ah oh, shoot did, did Jeff Hardy or Chris Jericho ever I mean he beat like, he start... beat John Cena in the main event of WrestleMania well yeah but a lot of people have beat John Cena even though he is Superman but it's not the main event of WrestleMania though I mean yeah, it's like the, the Miz and the yeah. Rock are the only ones that can say that. Yeah, that is true. Um, but anyway, um, bringing bringing it back around uh, <laughs> with Raquel Rodriguez, like this was like, I'm, well, she was in the Royal Rumble, but like this was her like got to be like a solo like uh, spotlight kind of star, like for her first. Uh, main, I, I think it's main her roster out. PLE. I think I think it's her coming out. Well, like... that's I like. I want I wanted to say it was like her PLE debut, and you know, no, technically she was at the rumble, but this is the one where she got to like have some spotlight on her and show. And she showed that you don't just need a big literal monster woman to do the, uh, the, through the, through the plexiglass spot that they like doing in the elimination chambers. Yeah. She was just like, Hey, what if I literally just raw strength? Yeah. uh, She, she brute forced it. Yeah. Gorgeous. It was great. It was very, very good. I will say um, they like even though she got eliminated early, they are building the heck out of Liv Morgan. Yes. Yes. Like the way no, that she say, got eliminated, I loved it. Loved I, it. I will say though, like, I'm starting to to uh enjoy the whole like smiling go to sleep like way of submission. Cause I remember the first time she did it, it was everyone was like, Is that a botch? Is it a botch? Is it a botch? 
if we're starting to go into this like live is like kind of going a little crazy uh you know enjoying the pain or whatever you want to go like i don't want to go full she's turning into like wrestlers harley quinn but the whole like smiling to sleep kind of thing like smiling as you pass out um i can get behind that well the fact that it also took like natalia's sharpshooter in montreal which should be absolutely undefeated and then ozka coming in like yeah yeah mate they're 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 building morgan like real strong she's now like it, it, like you're gonna beat Liv Morgan, but you gotta make Liv Morgan look strong. She's my new Roman Reigns. I could see it. <laughs> like I completely forgot that we had that joke like four or five years ago. Like <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if Roman Reigns is gonna lose, you gotta make him look strong. Yeah, so if Liv Morgan's strong. gonna lose, you gotta make her look strong. But yeah, no, yeah. Liv Morgan, I think she is going to have a fantastic 2023 because what last uh, second to last person in the Rumble and then had to be had to pass out in the elimination chamber. Yeah, I mean, she, that's she's, the, she's meant for something. That's the, that's the way that Stone Cold got big. Uh, we all remember. Oh, yeah. His the, the uh, double passing face. out in the sharpshooter, the, the double turn. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Double turn. With um, yep. And all that, 13. though, uh, our winner was Asuka. Can we just, like, give her the name change already? I, like, I kind of, I'm used, even though I love the name Kana, I'm very, very biased to the name Asuka. I, I don't want her to I, go through the name change. I don't think WWE will change the name because of the fact that she probably Asuka is but... the WWE superstar. I mean, yeah, they can like they can sell that. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, uh, we're to the point where uh, I mean, it's not like they're adding or removing a name; like they're flat out changing a name. But I mean, we saw how good that was for Retropoption. So, well, I, they just—I feel like they just full on abandoned. But yeah, no, I, I'm I'm good with Asuka having her name. But Oscar though. Fair. But Oscar though. Oh, scary. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I love, love her. The version of Oscar. Was... The, the the Kana version of Oscar. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Brilliant. Uh, what was the next match? Because we already talked about Lesnar Lashley. I think well, it was the Lashley. Uh, United States uh, Championship yeah, match. We already skipped over the exhibition matches, so we would be going to the other limb chamber. Okay, yeah, cool. So this one had chamber. Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest, Montez Ford, Seth Rollins, and Austin Theory. And it had a little bit of a shenanigans ending, but it makes sense. So as far as pure wrestling, I actually think this might have been match of the night. Um, it was a very good elimination chamber, um, very good wrestling in it. Montez Ford got to finally look like the rising star that he is. Um, they made Bronson look like a new monster, uh, coming out of this. Cause it took like everyone to, you know, take him out. Um, you had the shenanigans. Damian Priest always looks like crazy good. Yeah, um, but Gargano and Rollins. Oh yes, heck, those two. Man. Oh heck, shoot! 
dad gum. They're 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 just brilliant. They really are. Oh. Uh, they're as good as you would expect those two to be in the ring together. Um, and yeah, I would I love for match. them to feud. I would love oh. for them to feud, but we yes. obviously see at the end of the Elimination Chamber match what the feud is going to be for one uh, Sethery freaking Rollins. Because uh, one little one little superstar made his prime return. Did you see the uh, the WWE like backstage video that he did? No. Like no. Uh, there was a little thing uh, where, as he was walking to the ring, like as he was walking, uh, I guess towards Gorilla. Yeah. You can you because you can hear. Um, I think Seth Rollins' music in the background. Yeah. Uh, but he's like walking backstage and he's like complaining. He's like, I had to come all the way up here to Montreal. It's cold. It's snowy. But I heard you were running your mouth and then you went to Montreal. So I had to come to Montreal. I'm going to just see what you think. Like he was basically saying like <laughs> he was annoyed that Seth Rollins ran his mouth and then went to Montreal because now he has to go to Montreal and it's cold. And I'm like, that's like the best. Like he's not quite full heel when he says that. Because everyone would probably be yeah. like, man, I got to respond, and you're all the way in, like, a cold place. But it was just so funny because, like, he's walking, and very clearly, like, walking to Gorilla, like, walking backstage towards Gorilla. Um, but it was just funny that the whole time he's just like, man, this is stupid. It's cold. I had to come up here to talk to you. Well, he tried He tried catching him a week earlier when <laughs> Seth Rollins was uh, running his mouth off uh, about Logan Paul on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. Um, so he tried catching him there and you know like that that was a nice very like in Arizona where it's hot and all yeah, of that but then like, Seth he, Rollins had to run he off he had to go and, all the way to Montreal well because he probably was trying to find Seth and Seth had ran off to like Hollywood Ma- to shoot that little uh, oh my god the, the little thing. commercial the little where he commercial. was the Joker wait are we talking about two different things no, we're we're talking about the same thing. The little the little Batman yeah. Joker kind of short. The man, the man in the uh, the man in the freaker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the freaker. I love the freaker. That. The freaker. <laughs> yes, the freaker. Oh lord! But yeah, but, no, um, that, that was funny. I loved it. Uh, have you seen uh, the one of a uh, of um Bianca? Yes. The the Titanic. Yeah, that was good. Um, but <laughs> I also love that. All the praise he got for that that buckshot lariat, like that's now his thing. Yeah. His, his oh god, yeah, lariat. that's his. And I'm like, you know what? Like, fine, okay. Because here's the thing: our big complaint was that because Logan's so new, he hasn't got his own move set. So, like, if he wants to focus on that, sure, fine, whatever. Like, it's better than him just kind of like borrowing moves week after week. Yeah, but I like I like the fact that he's using the buckshot lariat. Um, it was really, really good at the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah. Um, what was nice is, like, there's there's always, like, one, quote, big guy, um, one monster, you know, that's in the cage or whatever. Damien kind of filled that role, but, like, he didn't come out, like, as the big guy. Um, no, so that it was, was nice that there wasn't, like, I, I guess the way I'd say it is, in the past, you would have, like, your big show, your Braun Strowman, your Brock, like a guy who, when you see him, you're like, oh, he's the one who's going to put someone through the plexiglass. Yeah. Uh, so it was nice seeing one where it was more just like 
Yeah, no, these are all just like competitors. You know what I really liked about this elimination chamber match? All six people were involved before the first elimination ever happened. Oh yeah, because in the past, a lot of times what happened is someone will get eliminated, and they don't even get to be part of the whole like six man brawl. Yeah, it was it was great. I I loved the way they booked it. Um, a small aside, and this one was more a, a personal enjoyment on my uh, point. Johnny Gargano. I don't know if you fellows picked up on this, but I, as a dad, picked up on this. Johnny oh. Gargano's ring gear was was bluey inspired. I and didn't I was even notice. Like, if you look at it, and like he his designer <laughs> shared it on uh, on Instagram, uh, and like when when it's pointed out, like you're like, oh dang, I see it. But the colors, um, the like, the cartoon like fur etching and stuff, um, and there was like a feather on his boot. Like as as a father of three, two of which who are huge Bluey fans, I was like, yeah. And apparently, it's because his son is a huge Bluey fan, and so he wanted to like do yeah. it for his son. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, like, you, yeah. know, you know, that's a happy dad. That's a dad that loves being a dad. That is one happy, that is one <laughs> happy so, father. So, yeah, so when I saw it, I was like, yeah, I like it. Go dads. Go dads. Okay, okay. That'd, that'd Ace, be the kind of stuff that I do. Now. I got something to ask you now. Who, who do you think is more wholesome outside of the ring? Gargano or The Miz? Uh, so, I think The Miz gets a slight leg up. Only because I've gotten to see him uh, have more like dad moments outside of the ring yeah. because of the show. Like if Gargano had a show or like something to that nature, I feel like I'd give his more opinion on it. But Gargano has the same like wholesome outside of the ring as like Seth Rollins does when those pictures came out of him and uh, like Becky like running around the ring. Yeah, uh, like. Uh, it's that same level of wholesomeness that I get out of Gargano, but Miz has that extra level of it because we got to see him like yeah. way more being a dad outside of it. Yeah. So at the moment, I'm going to give it to the Miz, but that's only because of the information that was like presented to me. And when it comes to this uh, elimination chamber match, Austin Theory did win, and I'm warming up on on good old Theory a little bit. I'm warming up to it. He's About still time. kind of like a, a second. <laughs> he's still kind of like a second fiddle to a lot of storylines. But going into WrestleMania as the United States championship uh, champion is kind of nice. Uh, yeah, he's he's mean, no longer like being given things, but he's learning how to be uh, a little chicken s heel. And and. This gives us our final setup to what the uh, eventualness that we're hoping is. Theory is and that... McAfee at WrestleMania, where McAfee gets the United States Championship? Oh, I was going to say Theory Cena. Oh. I like that. Because they hinted at that the, the last one. Um, so yeah. what I love and, I, is like, that, like that they hinted at it like what in... July was it or something? Whatever scene was last there, it, and everyone sometime like, last year, yeah. And, and everyone was like, "Oh no, theory sucks. Theory's no good." Like, "Oh, that's a waste of Cena." And now here we are, rolling into WrestleMania season. It's like well, theory's, theory's going to face Cena. Fair, and like, oh, okay. 
yeah. to be fair, the last time that they had an encounter was Vince Theory. This I understand is, that. Oh, yeah. When this is, a, to when me, Vince a different took theory. took the Theory Husk? But here's yeah, the when, thing. Yeah, when Vince was possessing <laughs> the Theory Husk. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. is like no one could look past his character and his ability. Everyone kept being like, oh, he sucks. It's like, no, you think he sucks because you hate this character. It was the same thing as Roman Reigns. People were like, back in the day, people were like, Roman Reigns can't wrestle. Roman Reigns always could wrestle. Just the way they were presenting him, you don't like. You don't like the character. The wrestler is a good wrestler. Theory is good. Roman is good. It's just we don't like the way they sometimes present these characters. Yeah. 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 I no, can, I, I can... But but yeah, for the record, I finally warmed up to uh to Austin Theory. Um it was good good time, good show. Uh actually happy that he retained. Agreed. Now <laughs> to the meat and potatoes of the whole event. I thought we just had the meat and potatoes. Are you yeah, saying Ace, that there's more meat? The meat? The oh first second, Ace, this second, is the dessert. This is, this is lunch. We had lunch meat and potatoes. Now it's dinner and we're getting the good Oxtail. stuff that Mama's been cooking we're all day. Fi- we're getting this the is the <laughs> We're getting the poutine. This is what Grandma's poutine, been working yo. on in the kitchen all day. We're getting that poutine. I love mm. That they had, because normally Challenger comes first, Champ comes second. Yes. Oh, I know what you're going to say. And I'm here I for love it. I'm here for it. that they let Roman go first so he could really like amp up the crowd. Well, they also, just... uh, the announcers really sold it. They said Roman came out first, you know, because champion champions do champion things. And he, yeah. they said that Roman came out first. Because when Sami Zayn starts to walk to the ring, Roman wants to let Sami know that this is his ring, this is his arena, this is his world that you are stepping into. Mm-hmm. And I love that that Cole Colin Graves brilliant work uh, that night. Agreed, but. Felt like you were saying a butt. Like you sounded like you were setting up a butt. No, um, I I'm still recovering from my um my my drunken night a couple nights uh, ago. Yeah, that, let me, that guys, let me let me ask um, you this: as we're just uh, talking over all the great parts of this match, so this match I would you? say was probably was- like. There's eighty percent. Oh wait, 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 wait. Hold, 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 hold up, just a second. Yeah, we didn't get to the good part of the reason why Roman came out first. Oh, the crowd. No, even better. Sami Zayn got worlds apart. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I loved that he came out to worlds apart. That well, that was a song that the entire the entire country of Montreal could could get behind. Well, well, I mean, and just not even that. It was just like we knew that like Sammy was going to get hometown, you know, hero advantage. But like, I think they gave him like over the top hometown. No, hero like advantage. I like Piper in Portland, Punk mm-hmm. in Chicago, uh, any of the hearts <laughs> in Canada. Yeah, this right here trumps each and every single one. How hot they were, how loud they were, even during the match, they let, oh, yeah. they let you know 
Dude, if this Roman was ever the got biggest any pop ever. If Roman ever got any like momentum during that, like the the crowd shut it down. Like Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> uh Roman Roman played the heel part perfectly. Oh yeah. He he constantly like lifting Sammy's face up, like where everyone could see his face while he was talking to like John off to Sammy's family and his wife the whole time. Like, you know, as much as, okay. So the big thing going around, let's address, let's address the quote unquote controversy, even though I don't feel like it's a controversy, but it's the quote unquote thing that makes the rounds. The, the match was Twitter. great. The match was absolutely oh, the match wonderful. Was fantastic. The match was everything that it needed to be and more. The fact that they took five minutes before the Just first lockup, after the bell yeah. rang, it took them five minutes for the first lockup because that crowd was so fire. That was wild well, to me. What I really loved is that was Rock Hogan esque. This could have been a squash match. Like I, I would be disappointed if it was, but this absolutely could have been like a squash match, uh, where Roman just like dogs Sammy for you know twenty minutes. Yeah. Um. But Sammy got to have like the old Sammy, where like Sammy puts in work. Like we we didn't see the the chicken Sammy. We didn't see the like shows up to be you know an assist Sammy. We got like NXT. Why Sammy's good, Sammy? We we had we had uh, Sammy versus Nakamura, Sammy. Yeah, we had, we had good like let, let's let's brawl it out, Sammy. I mean, in case you don't uh, know, I really do miss Nakamura, so. Like the fact that the fact that we got uh, multiple where uh, Sammy Superman punched like a bunch of times, like yeah. that was that was so good. The fact that there there were points that if the ref was awake, Sammy would be our undisputed uwu national champion of the world. Yeah, like um, Sammy made you believe that he could do it. And that crowd was witness to Sammy doing it. In my mar- so, in my mind, and in my heart, Sammy won. Oh no, the match results may have been, but that, that but that's not Roman the story retains. that they're telling here. I yeah, know the, the match controversy. Results, the match results say that that uh, Roman retained, but in my opinion, Sammy won the match. He just didn't win the title. Um, yeah, and the new th- the new kid on the block talk about story. Load a load of people say that Sammy should have won tonight or that night. Then they're right? not seeing the bigger picture. They're not seeing the big they're picture. Do I think it would have been a big deal and a great feel good for Sammy to have won? Absolutely. Who wouldn't want to see Sammy win the, the title? Like. There's nobody that's going to be like, no, I didn't, no. Sammy with the title, outrageous. But I love Sammy. I tolerate Roman. I mean, great champion, but God bless. It's time to move forward. Yeah, over 900 days. (laughs) Over 900 days. I love both fantastic. But anyone who thought that the undisputed universal title was going to change hands the pay-per-view 
before Mania is smoking crack. Uh, they it has happened before. I have looked it up. It, it has. has happened before. Eddie it Guerrero. has. But on a nine hundred dollar or nine hundred day plus title yeah. reign, that's not. The you story think they're, they're not going to gonna break that streak well, at Mania? It isn't just that, but like Ron said earlier, people aren't paying attention. You make a great point, Ace. Nine hundred something days, they're not stopping that before Mania. That's a Mania thing to to, to stop. That's a Mania accomplishment. But also, yes. Sammy's story ever since he was wanting to get in the bloodline was he wanted respect, right? So. Then, as he saw that, you know, he got it, he was more into the bloodline, they saw Roman didn't respect him. So, like, winning a championship isn't what his end game is. He may win, he may win the tag titles from the Usos, they could do that, whatever. But this is all about respect <laughs> turning into vengeance. He wanted respect, so he joined the bloodline. Roman didn't respect him and used him, so now he's going to burn everything down because where he thought he was getting respect from was he was just being used. And you don't need the, uh, him to be champion to tell that story. Whereas Cody Rhodes came back a year ago and said, I need that title to validate my family history. Cody Rhodes' story is mm -hmm. literally, I have to win that title. Sammy's story is just, I wanted respect, you used me, now I'm burning it all down. And we have to have Sammy burn it all down to then say, okay, and I want the title. Sammy still hasn't burned down the bloodline yet. He has to burn that down and destroy that before he's like, now my laser focus is a championship. Because it's going to come, because what they did last night Cody Rhodes is already John Cena. Cody Rhodes is already there. Sami Zayn is Daniel Bryan. Sami Zayn is Mick Foley. Sami Zayn is an up-and-coming rock, possibly. Sami Zayn is the underdog character that everyone now sees value in and wants to push. And you don't have the underdog win the title the first time out. The chase for the underdog character will pay him and pay off the fans and make the company a lot more money than, oh, this underdog came here, give him the title. You want the chase for the underdog. You need the chase for that character. I mean, that's why they didn't pull the trigger on Adam Page for like three years. Yes, yes. It, was anyone screaming that AEW didn't know how to book Adam Page and that Adam Page should have beat Jericho and became the first AEW champion? And, oh, now they don't need, they're, they're not going to know what to do with Adam Page. No. Like you said, they knew what they were doing. He had to lose so that they could go through the whole storyline of him losing his friends, him drinking, him not knowing, you know, all of that. Sammy needed to not beat Roman because Sammy needs to go on a journey to become even bigger than what he is now to then win the title. Right. But that, but this is not the, like, everyone is misconstruing all the stories that are in play. Yes. Cody's... Cody's story is not about Roman. Cody's story is about whoever is holding the championship. Yes. And it just happens to be Roman. Exactly. Sammy's story is like what Ace said. It's about respect. And the only person that respected him in the bloodline was Jay. In fact, we could even go as far as to say Jay is going to have a big story at WrestleMania. Yes. So Sammy's, Sammy's story his, has almost concluded. He he knows that he could beat Roman any day of the week. 
if he just tried hard enough. Well, there's because they had the moment. He, yeah, there's proof he that had he the had, moment where he, yes, he was down. Yes, and that was that. Yes, there's proof that they had that. Now Sammy has to deal with the only guy that had his back during that whole whole ordeal. Now we get into Jay's story, a guy who was basically like gaslit and manipulated to be a, in the in the bloodline, and he didn't even want to be a part of whatever Roman was doing. That this was not the plan, but. He w- he went along for the ride, and he saw something in Sammy. He saw himself in Sammy. So the story that's going to be told is not only going to end Sammy's story, but also Jay's as well. And that well, is something I'm excited to see play out uh, within so what's the also next couple days. Is a a thing that kept coming up was, and I saw this on one particular individual, <clears throat> but also a couple of different individuals. Saying that, oh, look, WWE uh, gave Sammy his moment, but now they're relegating him to the tag team and they might have him team up with KO and go for that. That's where the the story is. First of all, first of all, there's no other good tag team going right now. Both of the tag teams are still on one team. Like, this is where it makes sense. But secondly, he had Roman. And then who came to keep him from dominating? Jimmy and to a lesser degree, Jay, but I mean, like, I think that's going to be more like a contrived thing. I'm still of the, uh, the thought process that if y'all remember, I had the whole, like, uh, fantasy booking, of Sammy and KO go for Jimmy and Jay. And like, this is how Jay gets back at the bloodline is by like letting that happen. Uh, letting the titles fall. Like, uh, Sammy had his opportunity to go after the title. And, like, he lost it. And, like, now he also knows that, like, next person in line is Cody. He can't get in between that. So how else do you hurt the bloodline? You go after the other titles they have. You go after the person who keeps being a thorn in your side, Jimmy. (laughs) And you get the titles from him with your best friend, KO, who came and had your back. And I, everyone's saying like, oh, he's relegated to, he's relegated to, I think it is perfectly good and fine. If you are relegated to a championship match at WrestleMania, then by golly, relegate me. Especially it's the tag team. Like, uh, okay. If he was relegated to like 24 seven title, or if the U S title kept making its rounds person to person and wasn't ever like, it didn't have like a theory reign or a Gunther reign where like, oh, there's a reason to beat him. Then yeah, I could see like, oh, you didn't get the big one. Here's your consolation prize. But he's still going after a team, a title that has a really long reign and story behind it, and is tagged up with his best bro Kevin Owen. Like, here, here's that's, some fantasy that's not booking. relegated. Here, that's, here's some that's fantasy decent booking, story. What if that it's not it's not Sammy and uh, Kevin in the end because there's still a whole like month. Before uh, WrestleMania, shenanigans can and probably will happen. Uh, you have Solo Sokoa in the picture. What if they take out Kevin Owens? And Jay, even though we saw that Jay got speared by Sami Zayn, I mean, if they <laughs> do the whole, let's just chalk it up to accident because I know who you're really going for, all of that stuff. What if it's Sami and Jay? taking on the Usos, which are Jimmy and uh, Solo, 
Ooh. At WrestleMania. That could be interesting, too. Yeah. I could get behind that. Uh, the long of the short is, for all the people who, who are trying to say, like... You're stupid. Sammy should have won. Sammy should have won. Stupid. You're... It's... You're you're looking Quoting in the Randy now. Orton. You're stupid. <laughs> you're looking in the now instead of the upcoming. You're dummies. Like, there's nothing wrong with being upset that Sammy lost. Right. We're all upset that Sammy lost. Because, of course, no real person would look at that match and be like, nah, I didn't want Sammy to win. Well, of course. We would love to have Sammy win. However, are you honestly telling me that we should have gotten the buildup of Cody being injured, Cody returning, Cody winning the Royal Rumble to get his shot at the title, and having that stellar promo battle with Paul Heyman, where Paul implied that Dusty liked Roman better than Cody. And you're telling me that it would have been okay if at Mania he challenged Roman or not challenged Roman, he challenged Sammy instead of Roman. That you're telling me that it's okay that story just dies at Elimination Chamber because well we really wanted Sammy to win. No. I love Sammy. I would have loved him to be the champ. Story dictates that Cody Rhodes has to slay the tribal chief. Plus people need to stop yep. acting like this is twenty thirteen and Sammy's Daniel Bryant and Cody Rhodes is Batista. The reason people are upset then is Batista was not a current roster wrestler. He was a movie star that was coming back for a match at Mania. And they're like, we'll give you the main event against Randy Orton. And everyone was like, no, Daniel Bryant deserved this. Yes, I get that you can make the argument that Sammy deserves the main event of WrestleMania from this story. But at the same time, Cody isn't someone coming back just to like have a match, maybe win a title, stick around for a month and leave. Cody's going to be here long haul. So this isn't a a temporary guy taking uh, something from someone else. This is two current roster guys that you can build your company with both of them. Agreed. Yep. 110%. I don't know, like. No, no, the thing, the thing that really chafes me, I'm going to go ahead and say, the thing that really chafes me about the people that are like, oh, Sammy should have won, uh, I'm going to go stop watching WWE. Tell me, like, I'll stop watching WWE for good. The thing that chafes me is that they're always back. They WrestleMania, they're always going to come back. Yes. Like, nothing n- nothing you say or do is ever going to change the fact that, that Sammy Zayn lost. Cool. Get over it. It's part of the story, you dumb nuts. Nothing is going to make me respect you less than if you say I'm going to quit watching WWE because of this one storyline, and then three to five months later, you're watching it again, and that happens every year. You know what that tells me? And I hate to use this word. You're a freaking mark. They got you. The bad guy won, and it made you mad. That's why they had the bad guy win. And now you're going to go pout about it, and then you're going to come back and watch again, and then you're going to be fine until the bad guy wins a match that you don't think he should win. You're pouting over... Yeah, you mark. You're pouting over the fact that you're watching Die Hard, and Hans Gruber just killed the guy, and you're like, oh, but I like that guy. I wanted that guy to help John McClane. But you know what? You're going to finish the movie because it's an awesome movie. So shut up. Yeah. Shut up. You mark. 
I don't mind I mean, constructive really criticism and I don't mind like not liking stuff in the product. But if you hate stuff just because, ooh, the, the thing I wanted to happen didn't happen. Well, you should have not fantasy booked yourself into a corner. Fantasy book, don't fantasy believe. Gosh. Gosh dang heck, so, shoot. We're pushing a while. Like, I mean, I think we've been recording for nearly hour 15. Oh, that's it? We oh, need to wrap this guys. up. But shut your mouth. Um, wow, he was very I, quick with it. I, I will say, okay. We are officially on the road to WrestleMania. Yes. Like, we've been on it since the the Royal Rumble. Uh, but since we don't have great balls of fire on anymore, this the elimination chamber was our our speed bump, and now we're you know straight away. We have a week and some change, and then like a full solid month of build. So <laughs> I will finish with this, and don't get too deep deep into it. Just you know a simple one statement because we do need to wrap up. Aside from the matches that we know are happening. Like, we know the women's title, both fronts now. We know the the men's title. Um, like, all the ones that we know are happening at Mania already. What is a match that you think we can still get with a month to build it? Are we talking about, like, legitimate matches? Or are we just going to pull any... <laughs> like, what out? match do you legitimately think could happen... At Mania, that we don't right this second have like on the books. Um, Gunther, Sheamus, and McIntyre. Dadgum it! That's what I was gonna say, Ron. Um, dude, great minds think like me, dude. That's yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. No, I one hundred. I don't think that's how the quote goes, but I was one hundred percent gonna say yeah uh, that triple threat um, for the Intercontinental Title. Um, if not that, I will pull out, I mean, saying the tag title match, we've said that a thousand times that I think that that's going to happen. Um, I don't know. Uh, other than that one, because I mean the U S I think the, Oh, okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. I'm going to say, because I do know that there is a match tonight as we record, sometime tonight on Raw, of Austin Theory versus Edge, right? I'm going to say Edge wins the United States title, and it's Edge versus Demon Finn Balor for the United States Championship at WrestleMania. Ooh. Ooh, you think we're good Demon Finn back then? I think... I think we're going to get. Edge I'm not opposed. I think we're going to get Edge versus Finn, and I think since it's Mania, they may pull out Demon Finn. That's 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 going to be my call. Edge Demon Finn U.S. title. All right. What about you, Ace? Uh, I'm going to easy mode it. Um, it's not in the books, but it's in the cards. Uh, Rollins versus Paul. Ah, oh, yeah. that that that's going to be a banger. That yeah. will be a banger. Yeah, I I, um, I think so. I'm going to miss you guys. I'm going to miss you guys for a bit. We're going to technically miss you too, person who sometimes appears on the podcast. Right? I, I'm I'm off to uh, do some things. Con after con um, after con. Now, yeah. my, question, <laughs> my question is... Am I seeing y'all in here, Vegas for WrestleMania? We'll see. 
do uh between now and mania how many more times can we expect to see you uh probably two two times yeah it, it's it's rough because let's see i think i have an entire list let me let me pull out my spreadsheet real quick because it's uh it's quite hefty yeah go ahead but, yeah no I'm, I'm gonna be gone so I expect both of y'all to bring on some really neat guests to the podcast. Oh, uh, I've got one in mind uh, already. Maybe maybe Papa Smark again. I I loved him. Uh, the the that one guy from Fight Geist. Uh, talking to him was a joy. Um, Marco Stunt, mayhaps. Oh, we don't know. That's a name we okay. haven't heard in a while. <laughs> Marco, I would absolutely love, but that that poor guy. Like I don't know what's going on with him, but. But I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying I'm just saying that uh yeah no I so let's see so this weekend which is gonna be the reason why I'm gonna miss Monday uh, I'm gonna be in San Antonio for Kawakon the weekend after I'm gonna be in Dallas for uh, Waifu Expo um then I think I have a week off then I go straight to it with um. The Otaku Fest uh, Cherry Blossom Festival. Um, then after that is going to be the Mo- Mochi Fest in San Antonio. And for WrestleMania weekend, I am going to be in Las Vegas for SumiCon. So I think I have either one or two um, appearances uh, between now and WrestleMania. So I'm definitely going to miss you guys. We'll miss you too. We'll have to... But but yeah no definitely get some guests on get some guests on bring oh, bring worry. back bring back some old names heck shit. no we're definitely bring going back to Kari, get bring uh, back Nell bring back whoever we're, we're definitely going to replace I mean get some guests uh, on the podcast no that's so okay don't you worry about that if, if you wanna if you wanna replace replace this hot fire I don't mind well you're not champion anymore so I mean yeah I'm yeah I'm not I'm not, I'm not leaving see that that was the whole thing I'm just gonna let you know. Uh, the reason why you won Ace is because I can't leave without defending, like without giving up my title, and I just oh, didn't yeah, want to see it go reason. to Jake. So I'm sorry, I, Jake. That's the that, reason. That, no, it, this I, feud I, will never. This feud will never fade. Ron, I, I I figured. I figured as much. I figured there's a backhand deal, a handshake. It was kind of weird that it came down to a tiebreaker, and Ace just happened. To have the right time. I mean, I, well, I think that's why they up. call me Riverboat Ron, baby. I'm not the butt gambler. Good night, yes, everybody. That's why you. <laughs> that's why you did 24 minutes instead of 30 for the the thing that like is guaranteed to be at least 20 minutes because it's like how far apart it is between people coming out of their cage. Yep. That's that's why I went high because I was like. Mm. Actually, it takes the, at least like no, three to five minutes actually, before they'll the let people I out. The time I picked, and with you being like, it's guaranteed to be 20 minutes, false. Last year, neither Elimination Chamber was over 15 minutes and 30 seconds. Neither the men or the well, women. <laughs> what's the time difference between people coming out of the chamber? It's like two minutes. Yeah. Is it every two, mem- two minutes? Two or three minutes. Yeah. So, so... If it's the, it'll be twelve minutes. Twelve minutes for twelve minutes is like the minimum. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, that's math time with the boys at Quick Pop. But yeah, no, um, we'll see. We'll see what kind of special guest that these zany boys could get up to while I'm out there slinging my smut. Yeah, you are. 
Thank you all very much for listening. Uh, make sure to tune in to all of our Twitters for the most up-to-date news about what we think or know. Um, follow us all on our respectives, as well as Quick Popcast, Ace of Spades Card, Jacob Derek Sticks. I am Ranchi Ron. I am Ranchi. Um, I am Ranchi. Oh, that's right. It's I am Ranchi, not I am Ranchi Ron. Uh, or, excuse me. Um, oh, look at that. See, okay. Last thing I'll say. I looked up the entrance intervals are typically five minutes, though four and three minute gaps have also been used. Well, last year yeah, they so. used a lot less because literally neither match lasted more than 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I was banking on the the original, like, it's going to take at least five minutes between. So that's at least 20 minutes. Of, and like, I was thinking Ace is going to get the gold. What? Your 2455 was strange. But anyway, make sure. Uh, to follow us, subscribe, uh, <laughs> leave some comments, leave some messages. We'd love to hear about you. Tell us what you thought about the whole semi uh, debacle. And uh, in the meantime, it wasn't uh, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a bad, but it was a podcast, and we are all here uh, for it. So, uh, pat your babies, brush your hair, hug your loved ones. Pat your babies and, and brush your hair. This is the Top Podcast. Gonna talk and, about uh, the wrestling here, it's the Quick Pop Podcast. Ace and Jake and Ron are gonna give you the quick news. Not Better not go around and give yourself a case of the blues, cause it's Quick Pop. It's like Quick Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today. <laughs>